Amazon just announced that the seller emails that go to buyers following a purchase are basically almost getting banned. There's a lot of new guidelines on what you can and can't say. All of the email programs out there are rushing to market to explain to their consumers why they should still be paying for their service and how they're going to update their products. Definitely a little bit chaotic right now. I'm going to explain what this means and what you should do about it. My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy. So on screen is the new communication guidelines that Amazon released. Um, I'll be going into some detail on, on these actual guidelines. Um, my first reading of this is basically uh, not surprised. Uh, a couple of years ago, Amazon changed their policy to not allow um, doing incentivized reviews. And about four months ago, they came out with a new click button, request a review button concept. And that was the signal to me that they were going to kill the Amazon uh, seller communication portal almost altogether with the buyer. So they've been testing out that template. Clearly they have some data that suggests that consumers are more likely to leave a review with that in mind. Um, also the other day, CNBC came out with a really nasty story on fake reviews. And this is making massive headlines. Uh, this story was really important. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and and just hit play on this briefly to give you some idea on why this matters and why I think the timing of the the seller From template removal to fake N95 is masks, so timely. gouging to disappearing orders, shoppers on Amazon have a growing need to proceed with caution before clicking buy now. Since Amazon's early days, reviews are the one big metric customers rely on to determine the quality and authenticity of a product. Turns out many of those reviews can't be trusted. The review system as of today is broken. Before the pandemic, the, the usual uh, benchmark around our average fake reviews was 30%. The norm has now become close to 35%, 40%. Um, so you can see it's become a massive problem and, and, and this story is kind of put it over the top. I think that's why Amazon potentially rushed out this um, this decision. They're, they're cracking down on any, uh, anything that makes for a bad customer experience. Uh, fake reviews, obviously not good experience. Um, many, many other things in relationship to that. So here are the communication guidelines. I'm going to go into some detail with this. I'll have a link to that fake review CNBC story. It's 16 minutes long. I, I highly encourage everyone to watch it. It's really spot on reporting. I used to be a television reporter myself and I can tell the people who did the story either A, are Amazon sellers, or B, did thorough, thorough research on it. Um, so here, here are the things that Amazon wants you to communicate with the buyer on. Number one, problem with orders. And number two, return-related messages. That's it. That's pretty much all they want. That's it. So no longer do you own your customer on Amazon. No longer do you even own your communication with them on Amazon. Some major, major changes that we've seen on Amazon over the years. So if you scroll down and look through this, proactive permitted messages are messages that you initiate that are not a response to a buyer's question. And then they're gonna go into some detail on what they do not want. They do not want you to send order or shipping confirmations. They already do that. They do not wanna say messages that say, thank you. 
for anything that you do. They do not want to see messages that say marketing or promotional messages, including coupons. Language that either incentivizes or persuades the buyer to submit a positive review. Again, that's directly related to that CNBC story we just saw a piece of. Language that requests a review uh, removal, also prohibited. And uh, language that requests a product review only if they've had a positive experience. (laughs) Don't request a review, period. That's just bottom line. And uh, repeat requests per order for product review or seller feedback. So those are all things that they do not want in there. They also don't want any external links, attachments, logos, links to opt-out messaging, sensitive content, tracking pixels or images, email addresses or telephone numbers, basically any way to contact you outside of Amazon, eh, don't do it. Images of purchased product as Amazon includes those on your behalf already and images that do not relate to the brand or company. Styling. Do not do the following. Anything that violates accessibilities, emojis, GIFs, margins over 20% margin max. Images or graphic sizes larger larger than 80% max width. Don't override Amazon's default line height. Fonts, message body, spelling errors, unsecured images. Um, Most of that makes perfect sense, honestly. It's it's really the section that's going to be so changing to people is like the request or review message. it's, It's dead. Like, don't do it. Just click on the click on the button instead. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, um, there's two options for you. Option one, you can actually manually go click on request a review button on the individual order. That's okay. You can also sign up for a program like Feedback Wiz, Feedback Five, Helium Ten, a lot of other ones. You can just click a click a button once a month, and it will request reviews in mass for you. Um, some of the programs request like one or five hundred at a time, um, and whatnot. Review generation has never been harder than it is right now, and it's really kind of a lot of work to go handle, um, which is the biggest challenge. So indirect communication. Amazon communicates order-related information through your your account updates. Information is where an order is shipped, all that good stuff. They've got a shipping confirmation feed and order adjustment feed. Basically, Amazon's trying to convince sellers that, hey, we've got this handled. Leave it alone. Don't talk to customers. We've got your back. So that's that's what it ultimately means. Um, the programs to generate reviews, early reviewer program, first five reviews, Viner program, first 30 reviews, are really all you've got left as um, a white hack tactics to generate reviews. Everything else is basically banned, uh, and, and that makes it really hard. I think the next thing that Amazon will ban is product inserts. So this is a digitally focused message and product inserts are physical if you receive a product insert with a review incentive report it they will get taken down they will get punished i guarantee it uh amazon is cracking down on this stuff right now they care deeply about it hopefully my take was helpful uh obviously not great news for most amazon sellers but it does level the playing field and take out one additional thing that people were perhaps taking advantage of Um, Love to hear your feedback, how this will affect you personally, what you think the impact will be on your business. If you need any Amazon consulting, check us out at myamazonguy.com. Full service agency. You can hire us for just a project. You can hire us for ads management, or you can hire us to run everything on your account. We grow your sales so you don't have to worry about fighting the Amazon catalog. can be challenging at times, especially when every piece is a moving target. All right, thanks for watching. Talk to you guys later. My name is Steven. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy.